धन्यवाद डॉक्टर बीनाकरण दिकर आज अपने सभी दुसरे वक्ते हैं श्रीमद स्वामी वीरभद्रानंदजी महाराज स्वामीजी केरल प्रांतल रामकृष्ण संघाच जे केन्द्र क्विलांडी ये है ताखे अध्यक्ष हैं शास्त्र प्रकरण ग्रंथ इत्यादि सखोल अभ्यास रामकृष्ण विवेकानंद साहित्याच मनन चिंतन सखोल अभ्यास हाँ परिचय स्वामीजींशी बोलत साध्या भाषेत ही संभाषण ही जामीजी तमिलनाडू आ केरल हा दो प्रांत मध्यंतरी इवन श्रीलंके प्रवचनानिमित्त दौरा के होता स्वामीजी आज अपने इधे पर्टिनन्स ऑफ प्रीचिंग ऑफ श्री ठाकुर श्रीमा एंड स्वामीजी इन द करंट वर्ल्ड व्यू हा विषयावरती विचार मानना है स्वामीजी इंग्रजीतन बोलना है मैं स्वामीजी नानामिंते करो कि विचार अपने समोर मान मालापन मराठीत प्रसंग कराए आवड़ी है पीस वर्षापसन दक्षिण भारत रहो मी मराठीत गोष्टी कराया अवकाश पड़ला नहीं माला आता सवय सुटला पजा आवड़ी है मराठीत प्रसंग कराए आता कठिन है मन माला क्षमा करावे मी गियर बदलून अंग्रेजीत सुरू करना आता श्री रामकृष्ण हैजटोल्ड भगवान भक्त और भागवत दिस थ्री आर वन सो माय सल्यूटेशन्स टू भगवान श्री रामकृष्ण माँ शारदा देवी एंड स्वामी विवेकानंद जी एंड देर आर टू ग्रुप्स ऑफ भक्तास हियर वन इज द मोनास्टिक devotees and the other householder devotees my pranams to shrimad swami gahanand ji maharaj my pranams to shrimad swami bhomanand ji maharaj to other monastic brothers and my namaskars to the second group of bhakta mandali that is householder disciples you may ask what is the bhagavat here this function itself is a bhagavata because it is during this function that we are going to discuss about sri ramakrishna his message his ideal and the relevance of his life and teachings to this modern period and i feel extremely happy and blessed to be here taking part in this function because when the temple was consecrated and dedicated to bhagwan sri ramakrishna I had a wish and an eagerness to take part but the situations in the ashrama were not congenial for me to come and attend so I was thinking how to come to Pune and Sri Ramakrishna being an antaryami perhaps would have taken note of my desire and in what a wonderful way he has fulfilled my desire we met Swami Bhomanand ji Maharaj in Chennai देन इटोल है पुणे यार है का वाला यस महाराज सो हाफ माइंडेड फर्स्ट आई एक्सेप्टेड बट महाराज वॉज नॉट लिविंग एटोल यू कमिट 
So once committed, so once for all committed. So today I am here and Sri Ramakrishna has brought it, fructified the desire in such a way, it will not only you will come to Pune and have my darshan, talk about me also. Chitta pavan ho jata hai aur jiva pavitra ho jati hai. When we talk about Sri Ramakrishna, whether you are benefited or not, I don't know, but I am benefited. So to this program, which is the Bhagavata, my pranams. Now we will begin the sharing of thoughts on this wonderful topic, prefacing it with one famous mantra from Swami Vivekanandaji's Veera Panchakam. And that mantra has some relevance and connection to this wonderful topic. Swamiji says, Kurmas Tharaka Sharvanam Tribhuvanam Utpatayamu Balat Kimbhona Vijanasi Asman Ramakrishna Dasavayam We shall munch the stars of heaven. We shall turn the three worlds upside down with our power. Don't you know who we are? We are the servants of Bhagavan Sri Ramakrishna. So in this mantra, Swamiji indirectly conveys to us that being a servant of Sri Ramakrishna, what is your duty? The duty is to spread the message of Sri Ramakrishna, Mother Sharada Devi and Swami Vivekananda. It is a holy duty and it applies equally both to the sannyasin disciples as well as to you, the householder disciples. Normally we feel that sannyasins alone, the monastic disciples alone are to preach, carry Sri Ramakrishna to others. It is not like that. This is the uniqueness of this avatara. And Swamiji has placed both these ashramas, Grahastha ashrama and the sannyasa ashrama in such a level that both have got equal importance. Just as you revere us, you worship us, we also worship you. And Sri Ramakrishna really saw that array of light coming from Bhagavan connecting Bhaktas and the Bhagavata. So he said all the three are one. So both of us have got a equal responsibility the holy burden of conveying this message first at our own circle and if possible extend the circle. Now we'll start thinking about this topic. This topic is so vast and time is short. These two things are standing at a contradictory angle moment I started thinking about this topic, it started from one point, the need for the preaching of this message of the Holy Trinity and the relevance of the need. It was like the English alphabet V. It was just starting from a point and going on expanding. Hundred ideas were pouring into the mind. And when I look at the time, 40 minutes, I found that it is like the English alphabet kept upside down. You start from one point and slowly the time goes on decreasing. The topic goes on expanding and the time goes on decreasing. Though the time is limited, 
few random points I will take up and present before you in our, my own humble way. Pertinence of the preaching of the Holy Trinity in the current world view. This topic is a challenge for any scholar, for any seminar, for any conference. And it has got deep significance as well as a global importance. I rather felt it has got a strategic importance. The word strategic importance is normally used in the common parlance. Only when there is a military operation or a defense planning, this word strategic importance is used. But looking at the current human situation in the world and the galloping speed with which technological developments are going on, without the inward maturity of the human beings and the psychological development not keeping sufficient pace with the technological development, I felt that this need and the relevance of the need they have got a strategic proportion. Any time anything can happen in any part of the world, that can wipe out the human race now. Nobody can predict what will happen at what time. Continuously planning is going on. You know few years before what happened in America. Exactly on the 11th September, 108 years before, Swamiji exploded on the American scene with his wonderful message to save the humanity from the brink of a volcanic eruption. That was a phrase Swamiji uses, used. He told the whole of Europe is on the brink of a volcanic eruption. I am smelling military everywhere unless spirituality and religion goes and substitutes the whole of European civilization is on the brink of a volcanic eruption. Any time it can burst, and twice it really burst. And few years before, on the same day, on the 7th September, you know what a explosion took place, sending shockwaves in the hearts of Americans, with the two towers totally blown away. And they are still planning and there are hundreds of forces constantly working to divide the whole existence into various parts. And where this divisive force work, the cohesive forces of Bhagavan Sri Ramakrishna, the unifying message of Swami Vivekananda and Mother Sharada Devi comes as a pain bomb for humanity. As an individual, you may not be aware of many of the facts that are taking place around the world. But you take up the magazines, India Today, Outlook Express, Reader's Digest, Frontline. As you go through some of the incidents taking place in the world, you will be simply startled. Where is man going? What is the goal of humanity? With all the developments in the 21st and 22nd century, man is still a tribal man, he is still in a primitive stage. Somebody remarked, as a child, 
we used to fight for rubber and pencil after growing up we still fight instead of rubber and pencil we fight for our power our property our nationality our caste the objects have changed but this fighting hobby is still persisting the reason is that with all the external developments corresponding psychological mutation or the inward transformation has not taken place even biologically we are very much developed the human features at present are more well formed than they were years ago the mortality rate has come down medical field is giving enormous impetus to human life but what is happening inside a man mr karanikar spoke about man and the western countries as if they are all converging towards indian philosophy and religion still in the western country there is no consensus on the human nature on the reality of the human nature and also regarding the goal of human life it is here that the relevance becomes more and more important and strategic now in this few minutes first i will present the relevance of the need for preaching this message from the point of the holy trio first because once i quote them it becomes authentic and authoritative once we quote ramakrishna vivekananda we don't require any scientist or anybody to corroborate their views before his passing away sri ramakrishna gave all his power to narendra nath and told all the powers of mine i am handing over to you and with this power you will do good to humanity and he told naren lokshika debe he will preach and swamiji told no i will not what you will not your very bones will do that so that is one instance where sri ramakrishna is authentically and authoritatively told that there is a relevance for his coming for his advent and narendra nath will preach this message to the world there is another wonderful incident which is coming to my mind i am forgetting the name of that devotee that particular devotee used to come to bhagwan sri ramakrishna perhaps he was a very thin lean man and sri ramakrishna used to call him june sarse june sarse means suka sarso dry mustard and this was a name only sri ramakrishna and that devotee alone knew whenever this devotee will come sri ramakrishna will ask ki june sarse kemona cho kyun suka sarso kaise ho tum suke sarso that was the name sri ramakrishna had given to this devotee after the passing away of bhagwan sri ramakrishna this man was transferred to chirapunji or shillong there along with a group of bhakta mandali he used to read ramakrishna vachanamritam after few years he was transferred to bangladesh there because of the non availability of the devotees and persons who were connected with sri ramakrishna he discontinued reading this ramakrishna vachanamritam and having a satsang after few years he was again transferred to some part of india 
but he continued the same habit of not reading the Ramakrishna Vachanamrita. One day night, that was a Purunima day, full moon was showering its silver light and everything was looking wonderful at night. Suddenly at night, 12 or 1 o'clock, this devotee heard the word, Hey, Juneshwar, say, this man was simply shocked. Is it a dream? Or am I really hearing somebody calling my name? Only Bhagavan used to call me by this name, Juno Sarse. So he thought perhaps being in a lonely area, this must have been a Brahma, illusion. So he slept. Again he heard the voice, Hey, Juno Sarse. So he was a little startled, but again he went to sleep. Third time when he heard his name being called in that way, he got up and opened the door. And what a marvelous sight. Bhagavan Sri Ramakrishna wearing a girva cloth with kadam, wooden slippers and a chimta in his hand, he was standing at the door of this devotee. Sri Ramakrishna himself will do it. When we do it, what happens is, great change takes place inside our heart. If you take bath in Mandakini, Mandakini is not benefited because all your dirt will go into the Mandakini. But you are benefited, is it not? So when you talk about Sri Ramakrishna, carry the message, if you carry Chandan in your hand, what will happen? Your hands will smell perfume. Glory is for your hand, not for the Chandan. Chandan imparts its glory. When I talk of Sri Ramakrishna, I feel myself glorified. I feel myself blessed, myself purified by conveying the message. And people are really benefited. Can anybody deny here? Otherwise, at this night, would you be here to listen to Sri Ramakrishna's message? One day night, that was also a silver moon night. Mother Sharda Devi had come near the Ganges. Suddenly from somewhere, Sri Ramakrishna came from behind her, entered into the Ganges, merged and became one with the Ganges water. She was simply stunned at the marvelous sight. From where did Guru Maharaj come? Before she could understand and realize what is happening, from somewhere Swami Vivekananda appeared. And before she could grasp, she, she saw suddenly a stream of visitors, devotees passing by the Ghat of Ganges, and Swami Vivekananda taking that waters into which Bhagavan Sri Ramakrishna merged, and shouting, Jai Ramakrishna, Jai Ramakrishna, started sprinkling that water on the stream of visitors who were passing by the Ganges, and all of them had become liberated. And Mother says, Sri Ramakrishna had become Muktivari. So that was indication which Mother got that in future, this message will be spread throughout the Nukan corner of the world. And Sri Ramakrishna himself is giving a proof and evidence See how it is going to be done and Swami Vivekananda did. And Kazi Nazrul Islam, who is a devotee of the Holy Trio, in one of his famous and most beautiful songs, he writes, Satya Yugair Punya Smriti, I am pronouncing it in the Hindi style, not in the Bengali style, so that it will be easy for you to understand. Satya Yugair Punya Smriti, Kolite anile tumi tapas. He tapasvi, a mahan tapasvi. 
तुम इस कलयुग में सत्ययुग के पुण्य स्मरण को लाए हो एंड द नेक्स्ट लाइन इज स्टिल वंडरफुल पाठाले भारत देशे देशे ऋषि पुण्य तीर्थ वारी कलश वॉट ए मार्वलस एक्सप्रेशन दिस इज इस भगवान श्री रामकृष्ण देव यू ब्रॉड द वंडरफुल मेमरीज ऑफ सत्य युगा इन दिस कलियुगा एंड वॉट यू डिट पाठाले भारत देशे देशे ऋषि पुण्य तीर्थ वारी कलश इन साउथ इंडिया वेन ए कुंभाभिषेकम इज डन when a temple is consecrated the holy waters of the abhishekam will be filled in the kalash and the king will send this vari kalash to different parts of india so everywhere this water will be sprinkled and people feel they are purified when this water is sprinkled on their head so sri ramakrishna who is a mukti vari entered into the his disciples and these disciples have become like vari kalash look at the beautiful expression this poet gives पाठाले भारत देशे देशे ऋषि पुण्य तीर्थ वारी कलश ऑल द डायरेक्ट डिसाइपल्स ऑफ श्री रामकृष्ण हैव बिकम पुण्य तीर्थ वारी कलश एंड ऑल दिस डिसाइपल्स व्हाट दे डिड अभेदानंद जी तुरियानंद जी शारदानंद जी स्वामी जी ऑल ऑफ देम स्वामी त्रिगुणातीतान जी स्प्रिंकल द मुक्ति वारी इन द वेस्टर्न कॉन्टिनेंट एंड हाउ मेनी हैव बिकम फ्री एंड मेनी आर कमिंग नाउ अट्रैक्टेड बाय दैट सो इज इट नॉट ए सफिशिएंट प्रूफ that sri ramakrishna wants this message to be spread not only that when mother wanted to give up her body sri ramakrishna told no what has been done is nothing you will have to do more people of kolkata are crawling like worms you give them sucker spiritual sucker and solace and after coming from america swami vivekananda ji very clearly and with full power and stress he says sri ramakrishna is ideal for india don't think that i am a swami belonging to sri ramakrishna talking like that once upon a time i was also in the strain of those thoughts we will find the present situation of the world reflected and there we get the relevance or the importance the pertinence of preaching this ramakrishna message that was quoted by revered gahananji maharaj shall india die did this question occur to any of our brain any time we are all bothered when i am going to die when my mama will die when my uncle will die shall india die what a question what must be the magnanimity of that heart of swami vivekananda to even conceive of this question shall india die who is bothered about india we are not even concerned about our own locality and this young man not even touched 35 as if the whole responsibility of the universe is on his, on his young shoulder he is asking this pertinent question shall india die all the spirituality will be extinct all the moral perfection will be extinct all the ideality will be extinct and in its place will rule the duality of lust and luxury as male and female gods with money as its priest are you not finding nagad narayan pujari in the society money is a priest now is it not fraud force 
and competition its ceremonies what marvelous expression and that is a present trend that is going on throughout the world fraud force and competition these are the ceremonies and give, he gives a touch of pathos in the last line human soul is a sacrifice human soul human soul means your soul and my soul don't think that human soul means somebody else we are going to be sacrificed are you not feeling the pinch of the present existence don't you feel the pinch of the present situation the present way of living in the society when i was coming through the deccan express one mr kulkarni was talking to me swami ji what is the way to live a good life i told why everywhere i have to give paper weight without paper weight papers are not moving so the man who is very sincere is pinched by the situation and when you are pinched you will ask what is the value of india india stands for something supreme and swami ji wanted india to live and that india if it has to live and develop it must rally around bhagwan sri ramakrishna not because swami vivekananda was a disciple of sri ramakrishna don't come to that hasty conclusion or a narrow minded conclusion that will be the sign of a very shallow mind swami vivekananda never spoke about his guru bhagwan sri ramakrishna in the west look at the greatness of that mind he never spoke about sri ramakrishna except in london where he gave a masterly lecture on his guru my master other than that for the welfare of the humanity he spoke about the vedantic truths the universal truths it was a universal message because sri ramakrishna had come for the whole universe so swami ji could understand the universal relevance of sri ramakrishna's life and message and therefore he asks this pertinent question shall india die and corresponding to this question he gives another beautiful strain of thoughts oh india forget not what a marvelous strain of thoughts he has released through those words oh india forget not what you should not forget the ideal of thy womanhood is sita savitri damayanti forget not that your life your marriage and wealth are not for your individual satisfaction or sense pleasure you are born forget not that you are born as a sacrifice at the altar of mother see how that mind could conceive of such thoughts now where does this ideas come and connect with the relevance of the need for preaching the message as the time is short few points i will mention to you already i have mentioned to you the popular magazines like india today outlook express digest frontline if you go through the social survey studies in those magazine some of them are really revealing and some of them are really shocking last year they had brought out a special issue titled increasing rate of sex and criminality among youth you can't understand whether such a thing can happen in indian society increasing rate of sex and criminality what these youths are doing you can't understand maybe few of our devotees house or cultured families it is not happening 
but if you go to the posh places states like mumbai delhi chennai and other places where posh living areas are there there you will find all sorts of vulgarity and nonsense taking place in that article they had quoted so many incidents one incident touched me and it stayed in my memory which i will narrate to you we have to take into account these things because we as a single unit of a human being is not separate from the society see when cholera spreads it spreads to everybody is it not similarly when one man becomes a pickpocket you are also affected any time he can pick your pocket as i am a bombay man when we used to travel in the local trains always we used to catch hold of our pockets any time the pocket can be picked so when one man becomes bad it has got grave consequences just as one man when he becomes a brahmagyani it has got tremendous consequences one sri ramakrishna what a wonderful change he has brought in this world is it not one vivekananda one krishna one buddha revolutions never come in crowds they always come in the single unit of one individual human being so therefore when a person becomes spoiled each one of us is equally responsible for that person but we don't feel it perhaps we don't have that higher level of sensitivity or the expansion of the heart to feel that we are all encircled within our own selfish needs most of us are preoccupied with our own self so in that particular incident which they have narrated we find a girl college girl in the second year bsc chemistry she is from a well to do family both the father and mother they are of top grade executive directors they are very rich but at the same time they were from traditional pious hindu family and the girl was getting 1200 rupees pocket money one day she told mummy as i have to do a project work in chemistry i want 500 rupees more for my pocket money initially mother was not agreeing but as the daughter was persisting the mother gave the money and then the problem started after few days they found that the girl is coming back to her house only at night 10 o'clock and whenever the father or mother will question she will tell mummy you can't understand the present academical situation you just go to the college and find out but after some time because they were from a very pious and traditional family please note it it is not a humbug story it is from the india today magazine i am not narrating this incident to substantiate my arguments for the need of preaching this message the girl was insisting she is going for a project work but after a few days mother got suspicious and what she did that was the most startling thing she adopted a detective agency globe detective agency is a famous agency she told kindly find out what my daughter is doing mara this is a real story when i read the story this program was not ready after the program was ready and maharaj gave the title then i got connection look at the way the society is traveling and then the detective agency probed and found out what are her activities 
then gave the report with video clippings to the mother. They could not withstand. Mother told, I don't want my daughter to be educated. I want a good girl in my house. She was going to club, dancing, drinking, taking drugs. And what all things could be done, she was doing with the boyfriends. This is the actual situation in the society. And parents, as they were from a pious family, they were very much wounded and affected. They told education, we don't want. We want our daughter back. Now, look at the quotation of Swamiji. Forget not the ideal of womanhood is Sita, Savitri, Damayanti. See, here is a man who is giving you the ideal of life. We have almost lost it. Nobody is bringing these ideals in front of us now. Teachers are not teaching. Parents do not feel the courage to present this. Simultaneously, another article which I read also came to my mind at that time. Indian parenthood at crisis. Lot of problems have developed for the teenagers from the standard 9 to plus 2. Obesity is one of the problems. Constantly sitting in front of the computer and going on, popping up the popcorn and other items, fast foods, going to cybernets, and doing all sorts of things. And they want to enjoy the life which they could have done in 50 years. Within these few years, and there are hundreds of cyber caves and other caves which are willingly providing this to the youngsters. And one of the stunning news was mother at the age of 14. They have given it in the box news. Are we not part of the society? Do you want to cut off, totally remove Ramakrishna Vivekananda from such a society? It is for such people Bhagavan Sri Ramakrishna has come. There is an ideal to be presented. And all these children who were having the devastating experience at the end, when they were interviewed, one of the boys remarked, what a beautiful observation, wretched parents, they behave like friends. Look at the observation of the small boy of the plus one. He's, after recovering from the devastating experience, he could not come out of that spell. He told the reporter, wretched parents, they behave like friends. We want parents. Who will admonish us? Who will punish us? Who will scold us? But they are all constantly giving us discount because we find they are also doing the same thing. If this is going to be the condition of India, the potent weapon which Swamiji wanted to use for a global transformation, what are we going to do in service of Swami Vivekananda? Swamiji wanted India to be raised up India and conquer the world with your spirituality. Is this the India Swamiji wanted? If now Swamiji comes, what he will tell? He will be simply scolding and firing us. What are you doing, you people sitting here? Can you not go and preach my message to these youngsters? This is one point. Maharaj, it's already 8.50. This is the right time to stop. But can I take five minutes? Less than five. 
So another problem which has cropped up recently in the last issue of this magazine is killer exams. Spate of suicides among the plus two students. Smashing of the wrists. All this has created shockwaves in the parent planet as well as the educational department. This is within India. These are the problems which are happening in India now. Now the solution also has to be presented but there is no time. And these are all reflected throughout the other countries also. Because the world coming in closer contact because of the information technology, everything is becoming contagious as well as infectious. Anything happening here, it affects immediately and equally the other part of the world, both good and the bad thing. So there is a great need for the presenting of this message to youngsters. So these killer exams have created a great confusion among the educational department. And what wonderful ideas Swamiji has got regarding the education. In fact, Swamiji wanted this education itself as a single tool to uplift the whole of India. Education is a magic word, Swamiji says. Education, education, education. If you properly educate, immediately we can uplift the Indian masses. And one more vital interesting incident which happened few months before in Tamil Nadu, that also I would like to narrate. Because listening to these incidents, you will find the situation of the youth and also the situation in which we are in and how we are not able to do sufficient justice to Bhagavan Sri Ramakrishna and Swami Vivekananda. We have got a wonderful private center in Tamil Nadu in one place called Konamati. That center has created wonderful youngsters. Some of them have joined Ramakrishna Mat and some of the girls have joined Sharda Mat also. One day, when these elderly people, they were coming and talking to us, I saw a girl standing at a corner. As soon as these elderly people left, she came and he told, Maharaj, I want to join the mat. I want to become a sannyasini. But so many thoughts are coming in my mind. So I am feeling whether I will be able to continue as a sannyasini. So slowly as we were talking about it, then we came to discuss about the present college situation, present social situation and all those things. And then we entered into the topic for brahmacharya. Immediately our eyes became wide. He told, Maharaj, nobody talks to us regarding brahmacharya. Teachers are feeling shy. My friends are running away from me. And parents are afraid to talk about brahmacharya. And Swamiji was a burning fiery example of that brahmacharya. In the last issue of Reader's Digest, when Nelson Mandela was interviewed by the staff of Reader's Digest, they asked him, what is the prominent area of disturbance in the world now? Problematic area, immediately Nelson told, AIDS. Not only is the disease a problem, even the people having the disease, how to treat them in the society is another problem. How to deal with these patients? And the second problem he told was religion. And third problem he told education at the world level. You can read the last month's Reader's Digest. So when I went through these articles, I immediately felt 
what great relevance bhagwan sri ramakrishna's message swami vivekananda's message and mother's message has got for the present world they have got great relevance if we adopt it it is for our benefit if we don't adopt it we are the losers with one single story i shall conclude what is the value of a diamond mr karandikar can tell what is the value of a diamond immediately you should give answer because only 2 minutes are there sri ramakrishna says there were three persons who estimated the value of diamond one told i could give you free few kilos of brinjals another man told i could give you few yards of silk cloth and the diamond merchant told oh it is priceless invaluable what is the value of bhagwan sri ramakrishna if you are a brinjal seller perhaps you may not use him fully you will say 25 kgs of brinjal if you are a silk merchant you will say swami vivekananda's message faith and strength the power of concentration jeeva shiva shiva what marvelous message can i not implement it in my life then you became a silk merchant and when he says you are the atman the reservoir of infinite energy and strength each soul is potentially divine sri ramakrishna vivekananda sharda devi they become priceless invaluable they set us on the road to mukti they will take us into the journey of liberation and the world is waiting for this message hundreds of messages are there in bhagwan sri ramakrishna's life and you have to decide which category you want to join whether you would like to have the membership of brinjal seller and stay at a lower level or be a mediocre citizen being a silk merchant or would you like to use bhagwan sri ramakrishna vivekananda and sharda devi their life and message as a diamond merchant and say it is invaluable for the survival of this planet when you understand that diamond's value you become a diamond merchant and when you become a diamond merchant what happens human evolution gets accelerated the evolutionary force which is going on now with the technological development with the added impetus of sri ramakrishna's spiritual and psychological development will get an upward movement a onward thrust and an acceleration and that acceleration will take us to the doors of mukti and on this auspicious occasion i pray to bhagwan sri ramakrishna mother sharada devi and swami vivekananda to take us to the doors of mukti and shower their blessings on us hari om tat sat धन्यवाद स्वामीजी प्रत्येक समारंभाचा शेवटचा भाग असतो आभार प्रदर्शनाचा सर्वप्रथम आपल्या सर्वांच्यातर्फे पूज्यपाद गहनानंदजी महाराजांच्या चरणी मी आपल्या सर्वांचे प्रणाम निवेदन करतो त्याच्यानंतर श्रीमद स्वामी वीरभद्रानंदजी महाराज आणि डॉक्टर वीरा करंदीकर यांचेही आभार मानतो कुठलाही समारंभ बऱ्याच जणांच्या सहकार्यानेच यशस्वी होत असतो त्या सगळ्यांची नावं घेणं आता वेळेअभावी शक्य नाही म्हणून सर्वांचेच मी आभार मानतो आणि सर्वात शेवटी आपल्या सर्वांचे सगळ्या श्रोतमंडळींचे 
मी आभार मानतो आणि आजचा हा समारंभ इथे संपला हे जाहीर करतो त्याच्या अगोदर थोडीशी काही निवेदनं आहेत ती केली जातील धन्यवाद काही महत्त्वाच्या सूचना मी देतो आहे भक्तीनं भारावलेल्या या निसर्गरम्य तसंच रंगाची उधळण असणाऱ्या नयनरम्य प्रांगणामध्ये उद्यापासून संगीताचे पवित्र स्वर झंकारणार आहेत शुभारंभ होतोय भारतीय संगीत आणि वाद्य महोत्सवाला उद्याला याच ठिकाणी संध्याकाळी साडेसात वाजता डॉक्टर राम देशपांडे मुंबईचे विषय आहे शास्त्रीय संगीताद्वारे भक्तिसाधना रामकृष्ण मठ पुणे इथल्या मंदिरातली जी आरती आहे ती थोडीशी वेगळी आहे काही लोकांना खूप भावते मनाला बरं वाटतं आपल्या घरीसुद्धा संध्याकाळी अशी आरती ऐकायला मिळाली तर खूप बरं वाटेल असं मनात येतं तर आपली ही सोय केलेली आहे ह्या आरतीची सी बाहेर जी पुस्तक विक्रीचं केंद्र आहे तिथं उपलब्ध आहे त्याचा फायदा आपण घेऊ शकता अठरा ते चोवीस ह्या उत्सवाला धरूनच सगळ्यात श्रेष्ठ असं दे दान रक्तदान एखाद्या तडफडणाऱ्या जीवाला तुमचं दान नवजीवन देऊ शकतं ह्या सुवर्णसंधीचा फायदा आपण घ्यायचा आहे संध्या दुपारी तीन ते आठ वाजेपर्यंत रक्तदान शिबिर आपण त्याच्यात भाग घेऊ शकता वीरभद्रानंदजी महाराज विचारांची ताकद आणि आवाजाचं सामर्थ्य परत ऐकायची इच्छा नक्कीच आपल्याला सगळ्यांना झाली असेल तेव्हा उद्यापासून एकोणीस ते बावीस ह्या दिवसांमध्ये म्हणजे मंगळवार ते शुक्रवार संध्याकाळी सव्वा सहा ते सात त्यांचे विचार आपल्याला ऐकण्याची सुवर्णसंधी लाभणार आहे आपण अवश्य उपस्थित राहावं तसंच त्यांची एकोणीस ते एकवीस बावीस नव्हे त्यांची कॅसेट मेडिटेशन प्रॅक्टिस ऑफ मेडिटेशन बाहेर उपलब्ध आहे त्याचाही आपण फायदा घेऊ शकता प्रवेश द्वाराजवळ प्रसाद आहे प्रसाद घेतल्याशिवाय मात्र कोणी जाऊ नका धन्यवाद नमस्ते